Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 114 of the Double Density Podcast with your hosts, Brian, and special guest, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hi there. So you are my wife. Congrats. We, uh, uh, we did it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I bring you up enough on the podcast. How do you feel about that? That's fine. It's like I it's it's like I hear you talking about me in the other room to a bunch of people online, and it's always very amusing. Right, but you got to see uh, our co my co host Angelo like at the wedding. I I did see him in person. Yeah, did you see that amazing picture of us? I saw that amazing. It was very you know I was a little jealous. But, you know, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> we, we only have like hundreds of other pictures. Yeah, of that's each other, right. So. <laughs> it's okay. A couple is not too bad. So unlike most episodes, I think we're gonna kind of do like a trip down nostalgia lane, both in the tech and paranormal sections together. Unlike what we usually do, which is just a bunch of news stories and then um, a bigger feature in the paranormal side of things um you know it's kind of like summer it's fun uh you know so the first thing i kind of want to talk about is how uh, tech has sort of like helped our entire uh sort of like wedding experience right because we uh didn't we got married like two and a half hours away from where we live right mm-hmm. so that wasn't too easy but through the power of the internet and emails and texting and you know phone calls and things like that we managed to make everything happen right so you know one of the things that we did that a lot of older people were complaining about in their own experience like your parents was talking about the idea of like when you send the wedding invite out you had to send like a self-addressed stamped back and like had to make sure that oh everyone gosh, got everything yeah. in and you had to wait for so long for people to rsvp and then you wondered whether or not it got lost in the mail or all that kind of stuff so i think getting to do things like having a wedding website and having all that information in one place as opposed to the bride and groom getting multiple phone calls of being like, where's your wedding again? And all that kind of stuff. It definitely facilitates the process quite a bit. And even getting there, right? Because we weren't local, so we gave everyone the address and everyone has like phones yeah, and GPS. Yeah, plugged it right into the GPS. and N- No one got too lost, I don't think. No, I think everyone everyone showed up. So, yeah. yeah. And that's that, that was one of the good things, too, I found, is that we were able to sort of track like the people that we were with and seeing who was coming and who wasn't. So thankfully, like it was a little bit easier than having like stacks of paper everywhere because we don't live in the world's biggest apartment right now. Yeah. So highly would recommend if you're looking to get married to look to do either your invite. Some people do their invites. We ended up doing paper invites, but then just RSVP online. But some people just go completely paperless too. So Right. And it's happened in the case of like friends of ours when they've had weddings too. Yeah. Just you know, it's it's both for cost and efficiency, so it works for them. And then like we were dealing with vendors, right? So we didn't actually meet some of our vendors till the wedding day itself. Yeah, it was all through email, basically. Yeah. So you can plan an entire wedding just from your home. We, it's not suggested necessarily. No, but. well, I mean, you know, it depends if you're very organized or you're good at planning events. I think it's doable, but I think always having that human contact helps. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Uh, but so the, the experience of the wedding was quite nice. We have so many pictures online, you know, check our Instagrams, et cetera. Me and Angelo. Yes. Me and Angelo. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Um, and it felt like kind of like uh, like a final exam, right? Because it was kind of like where the final exam period falls in Quebec, sort of, right? So it's kind of like the end of June. <laughs> I like how you're comparing our wedding to well, like our I'm grade g- 10 history <laughs> final mandated by the government. Because I want to talk about like summer memories and things like that, right? So you yeah. can't have summer memories without like your Fair final enough. exams, That's right? That's very true. So, I mean, we as working adults like don't have I that cycle. I promise you this was a more romantic vow than he said to me on the day (laughs) uh but yeah it was quite fun uh i mean like do you remember like you know uh those like carefree days like when you're like 12 or 13 like right before you get that summer job where you're still like a young teen who i didn't get a summer job at 14 i got my first job was at like 17 years old and where did you work toys r us yes let's talk about that for a sec let's talk about how like um so how long did you work there i worked there for my first two year, well, my two years of CJEP, which is like college essentially, and uh, for the first year of university as well. So I had plenty of Christmases that were ruined right. by working at Toys R Us right. because of parents and 
the amount of reshop, which is like stuff that's not put away properly. And we had to do that at the end of the day. So it was, yeah, needless to say, just kind of, I was very happy once I stopped working there. I got to actually enjoy Christmas time. Do you, do you remember being like a teen and using the internet during the summer, like staying up late and talking to like a crush or something? Um, not, I mean, not especially, I think I used messaging and things like that for sure, but right. I don't, I don't know. I think it was more like the novelty of like downloading music and things like that, that I used right. to do in the summer. So it wasn't like the novelty of like human interaction. It was just the idea of like gaining music through like LimeWire. And Napster. What was and... your favorite like P2P like pieces oh, of software? <laughs> I mean, I think I had LimeWire, Kaza, um, Definitely Napster. Right. How many, came out. how many viruses did you download? Oh, my God. I don't know if I downloaded a lot of viruses, but I definitely would always have that issue of downloading the songs. And then, like, you'd listen. You'd probably listen to, like, 15 seconds in, and you're like, all right, I'm good and good. And then you'd burn a CD and find out that halfway through, like, someone screams or something right. midway through the song. And you're just like, great. Now I'm stuck with that. So you, you still have a lot of those burnt CDs. We've gone through them. One of my favorites is, like, there's, like, a radio rip of, like, oh a, gosh, like yeah. an NSYNC song. really embarrassing. Or even I have, like... <laughs> I have a rip of like Sugar Electrical Ray. Storm and then oh, at right. the beginning you hear like BBC Radio 1. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, hey, it was it was But I mean, it was kind of like the evolution of like hitting like record and play on the tape deck, right? Cuz you did that yeah, when you were a kid. Yeah. Who didn't? Like of Monsters. course. Monsters. Monsters. You would run home and be like, "Oh, the top 8 at 8. Let me right. record all the songs I like." Do you specifically remember and I think I've talked about this last time, but like uh, the Spice Girl song, like I didn't know what it's called, so I put like Wannabe was like Ziga Ziga. Y- you searched that? No, I didn't know what it's called, right? So I just when I recorded I didn't know oh. what to call it on the tape, like on the in the liner note, right? So I'd be like, Spice Girls, Ziga Ziga. You're so cool. I know. Gosh, I'm I know. so glad I locked it down. <laughs> <laughs> and it is permanent. We have our marriage certificate and everything, eh? Um, no, one of the reasons I wanted to bring up is like, uh, as a teen, like I stayed up late on the internet all the time. Like I was yeah, up you're, to like, you're like a night owl. Yeah. So it makes sense that you would have done that. I'm a night owl who's like badgered myself into becoming like a morning person because I get it before you do. Now. Sure you do. Um, like it's still daylight. The cat harasses us. Yes, well, yeah. So now you—that's you. You get up first, so yeah. you're not as late as no. you used to be. I used to. I now get up when I used to go to bed. Wow, I know. Well, that's when you're like a teen, you only work like, like a four-hour shift a day or whatever. Sometimes, right? Yeah. And so you're like you don't really do much, right? So I was up on like MSN Messenger. What was your job? Like where are you? you... Uh, well, okay. So like from the ages of, like 13, like 18, I, I worked um, as a soccer ref. Okay, so that's different hours. But it paid so well per hour that I only need to do like two or three a night. And like I was good, right? That's pretty good. And then I worked at a restaurant from the ages of like 15 to 18. I worked um, for the city of the borough that we lived in for their minor soccer. I was like their office manager for a while. Um, So I had like lots of jobs that were very conducive to like not doing much, really. I worked in a warehouse for a summer. It was horrible. Uh, Yeah, there's like a lot of that that like happened uh, that allowed me to sort of like stay up on MSN Messenger, right? So you and I both discuss and love talking about MSN Messenger and like the memories that it brings to us right i loved msn messenger r.i.p right r.i.p yeah well according to uh my friend tony's still well yeah alive apparently it may be what saves us in the apocalypse right. it'll be the only way to communicate <laughs> all that's left is i hope you remembered your sign in right yeah so one of the, the favorite things we talk about is like you got to pick like your like status username right or whatever right so right what did you you were a particular fan of like picking really melodramatic song lyrics like most teen girls would yeah, maybe not super emo, but like definitely something that was like a passive aggressive swipe at the person you were dating, like something something along the lines of like the lyrics of Broken by <laughs> Seether and uh, Amy Lee, Amy Lee. Yeah. yeah, something, you know, 
where or it would be like passive aggressive or like mildly disturbing because like you'd want that person to worry about you right, right. wonder if they were, you were talking about them it was the weirdest thing because we were also talking about how you would and i used to do this all the time like log off and on so like the little icon would appear in the corner oh for the gosh, other person yes that was like msn number one if you want to be noticed right you like <laughs> you go log invisible off, yeah log on and then the little screen would pop up on the right hand side and you'd be like oh hello did but it like, work uh, yeah, of course, because it was also like a passive aggressive way if you logged off suddenly and then you log back in and then the person would be like, oh, no, are they there? Are they talking? So there was all these like yeah, subtle yeah. I used nuances. to have that pulled on me, like someone would log oh, off yeah? after like storming off. Or people would put like away, like oh, yeah. a pair yeah. away. Yeah. So this, Tony, the friend we just mentioned, was never online. He's always away, no yeah. matter what. I, I think it's just a matter of being exclusive. Like, do you um do you remember uh, like any apart from Broken, like any other song lyrics that you were like, this oh, is my status? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, like, I'm sure. Oh, did you use any three days grace no 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 I, like i said i wasn't that emo. like i wasn't putting like i hate everything about you or whatever what about nickelback oh i'm sure i put some nickelback on there i definitely i'm sure i put some theory of a dead man lyrics right something like something you know like something that was very like embarrassing now if i think about right. it but i thought was like really did cool. other people used to message you with regard when you changed it or like do you remember having no, to try and figure out who people were sometimes Oh, yeah, but I think what I always would do is I would put, like, because I'm so, you know, type A, where I'd be like, I actually put Stephanie. Well, you, so you put your name dash, or whatever, and then, like, blah, blah, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Did I wasn't the type to do, like, ornate? you know, the, yeah, yeah, with, like, the hearts and, right. like, the, you know, all the ellipses right. and all that on it. But um, some people went really intensely with those names, for Do sure. you remember, like, ac- accidentally, quote, unquote, like, messaging people with a cool story? And then you start oh, a conversation? Yeah. Like, if you wrote something in a wrong window, and then you're like, oh, no. That's why I was always very... Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, consciously. Like, if you wanted to talk to your crush, and then, like, you're like, oh, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, sorry, wrong person, but hey, what's up? Oh, gosh, no. Oh, yeah. I, obviously, you yeah, did yeah. it. Well, because I used to be, like, more of a, a, a moody teen, right? Yeah, like, you were the one listening to, like... Oh, everything. M- moody songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Glassjaw, Poison the Well. I was going to say My Chemical Romance. Yeah, definitely My yeah, Chemical yeah, Romance. Yeah. My Chem Romance, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Thrice. Yeah, or uh, Creed. Uh, not that much Creed, though. Let's the song Bullets. Sacrifice while but you were writing people. You enjoy that song, though. I do. I'm hey, I'm not hating on Creed. If and, you check my burnt CDs, there's well, definitely some Creed on there. And yeah, that's not on my burn scene. No, what I'm saying is it was a good, it was a good song. Too. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, the end of heartache. Is oh right, kill, kill switch English. <laughs> See something like that, I would have right. put. Like, oh my gosh. I don't know. It's so, so you were, embarrassing. You were too. You were too earnest. Like you're turning red right now. I know because it's imba- like when you look back at yourself, you're like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. I'm so glad no one saw that. All the MySpace blog entries I used to write. Do you oh my no, I never. No. Oh I, yeah. I had yeah. a MySpace, but I never. Do you have a live never, journal? Do you have a? No, I didn't have any of that. I had a Zanga account or any of that. I definitely had a well tumblers later what's but, a uh, what account zanga i don't know x-a-n-g-a no, no. and it was, what was that it's, like it's it was a, a journal yeah it's like a blogging platform oh no i never had yeah that. yeah it's where me and my like teen friends used to like emote oh boy yeah I know. did you write a lot of poems uh, about a black thorns no. oh like like the trapped song like the black thorn <laughs> I can't even go into it. Just embarrassing lyrics right. like that. So what you're doing is you're outing yourself as a fan of like mid 2000s like rock, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not like Depp Squad this time. I love that. Yeah, like we bonded. Over, yeah, of course, that, of course. You know, I love that. <laughs> skillet. Um, skillet. Well, yes. Yes, a thousand foot crush. Like, no, 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 no. I didn't like that. But right. Skillet for sure. Right. But yeah, you knew this about me. This are, is probably one of the things you liked most about me. Yes, absolutely. Yes, of course. Do you like? Uh, are there any like lyrics now that you're like, oh, that's okay. 
that I had as an MSN. Yeah. No, I'd have to look. I wish I had saved those somewhere. Also, I think we should talk about how like there's this like weird cultural kind of like um um decision making process because Canadians used MSN. Yeah. And then like Americans and other people used AIM, right? AOL and Messenger. Oh yeah. And you love to make fun of me for my old username, right? Which is Dave Grohl is my god because I was super into Nirvana and the Foo Fighters when I was like 16. Of course. So I picked that username, and you still love to bring that up. Well, I mean, it's it's like very of the time. Right. So, but you, you, what is it about that that like makes you laugh? Because like saying like Dave Grohl is my God, it's like such a like teen guy thing. Like someone so-and-so is my God. (laughs) Like I wouldn't have wrote like, I don't know who would have been like Jennifer Love Hewitt is my God. (laughs) Uh, Well, you could (laughs) have. Something like that. You could have, but you didn't. Someone who was on the cover of Seventeen magazine. Buffy Summers is my God, right? Well, I mean, I do love Buffy. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So uh, you were never on AIM. Were you on ICQ? I was on ICQ like very briefly, I think because it was probably only launched. I don't really know if people were on it really. I think mostly right. everyone by high school was already on MSN Messenger. Right. I think the part about MSN Messenger that was so interesting, whereas now we take it for granted that like you can talk to someone without having to call them. Yeah, so it was I remember, so revolutionary then. I remember the first time I downloaded MSN Messenger and my friend Evan did across the street and we messaged yeah. each other and then we literally got off the internet and ran outside and we're like, we messaged each other. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a, a super intense boy moment. So cool. And then, um, yeah, so I had ICQ, but the thing with ICQ is I forgot to uh, uh, click that little box that says, like, like start when computer comes on, right? So um, we had a shared, like, family computer. As everyone did. And so my mom would use it during the day, and, like, people would, like, message her and, like, be, like, they realized it was did my they mom. they say ASL? They say ASL, mom? like, send nudes or whatever. My mom was just like, oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> they say send yeah, nudes? Yeah, yeah. When they realized oh it was gosh. me. Because she'd be like, it's Brian's mom. She would literally, like, oh, message okay. <laughs> people and say it's Brian's mom. So I met a lot of people from ICQ from uh, the Game Sages message board. Okay. So that's, like, where I initially, like, met most oh. of the people. But, like, because you list your ICQ number, right? Right. So everyone was just adding everyone, and we'd be in, in like group chats and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because usually MSN Messenger, it was people you knew. Yeah, it was. Yeah, times. there weren't like real directories you could yeah, search through. But I mean, I remember thinking like I would go on the computer and talk to people. That funnily enough, you'd talk to people so long on MSN, whereas in person you would have like not very long chats together. There was something I think that we kind of got seduced by that. You know, the idea of like saying all these things but not having to the actually secrets. say them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that did, there did was, that cause us problems for you, like in a romantic? sense oh i think it definitely contributed to one of my breakups i think because <laughs> i think there's something about the fact that since we didn't know how to use that tool it's like we were on it so often because it's the same reason now like people will break up and stuff because of text being read wrong right we that happens so right. often that you would say something and it would be misconstrued as rude or whatever right. and then that would cause a fight so i think did that- you have your own phone line I did. Okay, I didn't, right? So for so me... no, I did. That I, was like a requirement right. for me that I was like, I need my own phone once I had graduated high school. Because for me, like, MSN Messenger was a great way for me to, like, stay in contact with a couple of people without, like, uh, using the phone, like, my parents hearing my plans because I was very paranoid as a teen that my, like... Yeah. Because my parents were very invasive people, as you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. I don't think... I think, like, your worst nightmare is, like, having your parents pick up the other line yes, absolutely. you talking. Absolutely. Like, you know. Or hearing them, like, you making plans. They're like, oh, what's that about? And, like, asking yeah, questions. Yeah. Whereas, like, MSN, I think also... So the big difference for our generation is like our parents would have never used yeah. anything like yeah. that. They use the facts. So, yeah, they use the fax machine or the telegram. Right, or the telex. Yeah, exactly. But for them, it was like they had no idea. I mean, I had MSN. My parents wouldn't have known what MSN Messenger was that right. we had installed. I mean, I used it. My brother used it. But And now all like old folks are like on Facebook and stuff, right? So. Yeah, well, that's it. So. I mean, maybe some more uh, advanced 
parents were on MSN. Who knows? I hope not. Yeah, that'd who be knows? someone trolling us. Trying to add you. Remember <laughs> when it would pop up like so and so? All right, and you always you. had to figure out who it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That Especially if they had a name like. The cruelty is the worst kind of score 82 at hotmail.com wants to add you. And you're like, what? If booty, if booty underscore 82 at hotmail.com is out there, please like send us a tweet at uh, double underscore density or email us at double density podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to add us on MSN messenger. But MSN messenger wasn't your only avenue for like, uh, uh, interactions. Right. Cause we both, and this is something you like to make fun of me for too. I realize there's a pattern here, right? but you used to frequent Yahoo chats and like sort of like catfish people. Not no, cat or like misrepresent. Catf- okay, no? for the record, I've never once catfished anybody. That's just you misconstruing what I'm, I'm saying. I'm catfishing you right now. You're so. catfishing me. No, I used to go on Yahoo chat for sure, and, and especially when mess like group chat or whatever they used to call chat rooms. Oh my god, I can't even remember. It's been that long. Um, you, I'd go on and talk to people. What the part about it that I used to laugh about is that it's more likely that the people I was talking to were probably not my age right. and probably not what they were representing themselves right. as. But so, like eighteen male, like uh, you know, Utah oh, yeah, is like forty know, male. Yeah, LA. probably, probably something like that. So yeah, maybe that was a catfish situation, but it was never anything romantic. It was just more like, oh, it's fun to go in and chat with people. Especially people would be like, oh, I I live here, I live here. Right. It was novel to be right. able to chat with people like that. I got my first kiss because of IRC thinking about that for a while What's irc so like internet relay chat is a program that you could download oh. but it's also like a web interface right so the south park um oh, uh, channel so beefcake on dalnet shouts out to anyone who ever visited that i like used to be a regular <laughs> all five of you <laughs> and then i met someone else from montreal and like we went on several like outings mm-hmm. when i was like 15 uh very interesting experience you're like laughing at me right I'm now gl- i'm glad to say that i don't think i you would have ever found me on a south park <laughs> chat <room>. no channel <laughs> irc channel oh, I, sorry and then like you'd also go and like download like um scene like rips of like music on there too like, okay and, and like you wouldn't have to worry about the, like the song repeating or whatever Oh wow! Yeah, because I'm one. I'm one step above, even though I was still like dial up. So. so cool. I know. Oh well, yeah, dial up was the like I can't even remember when we had switched, yeah. but we always had like UltraVista. I got, I got, Netscape. I got, yeah, I got, I got like cable internet like pretty late. I was like eighteen, nineteen. Oh yeah, I think it was something maybe when I was sixteen we right. had gotten it. The, and the like thing that. is, like our household only had one phone line, so my mom would get mad all the time. And I, when I started working, I offered to pay for a second phone line because it was like twelve bucks mm-hmm. a month or whatever. And they're like, "We don't do that." And I, I never understood the logic <laughs> what, behind they don't, it. They don't have two phones. Yeah, in the house? I, I, they, we had multiple phones, okay. right? So I, I don't understand how they could have gotten their like calls all the way through because everyone's like, "Oh, your phone's always busy." And like, my I, mom used to put a note on the phone that said, "Like, do not pick up right internet in mom use. on solitaire or whatever." <laughs> Yes, mom playing the pinball there. Right. You know the one. That well, came. former guest of the podcast, Bruno, his dad I think still plays like Yahoo games or whatever. Really? Right? So, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god, Shockwave! Oh, there Shockwave. we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to anyone who played Taco Joe on <laughs> Shockwave.com. <laughs> I'd love to meet. <laughs> Add me on MSN. <laughs> Well, you uh, you also had an email address that was Pikachu underscore two thirteen at a certain email provider that wasn't Hotmail. Yeah, that was really cringe. Now that I when was the last it. time you checked that? I, like years ago. Yeah, years. Right. I don't Pick, believe you. Put it this way: I was underscore two thirteen because that was my homeroom. So that's how <laughs> that's how old that email address is. So are you hoping to sort of like should we get one a joint one like Brian and Steph two thirteen? Sure. When? Oh no no Brian and Steph underscore Pikachu lovers. <laughs> At, see yeah. then people like be like do you write fan fiction right yeah, like, do you write erotic true. oh you probably wrote fan fiction i never you? did actually really never wow never 
Okay. No, I was very like I'll that. I have to go through that internet history. <laughs> you also thought I had a, an eyebrow piercing oh, for I the did. longest time. For, I'm utterly convinced you had an eyebrow piercing at some point in your did, life. You, like, you wanted to ask my mom, didn't you? I did. I don't. I don't know if you did. Did you? No. No. That, you know, there's plenty of family dinners to come. Right. Where I can bring that up. Because <laughs> the only thing I did, and I think I talked about this the last time we were here, was I I dyed my hair red with like um manic like, panic. No, not even. It was like the like a goop. It was like a, a plastic bottle. It was just like you oh. could squeeze them out and just mix it in. And how was fire that? engine red? It lasted like three days. It was just a bad decision. Wow. Yeah, that was my biggest act of like teen rebellion until I hit like legal age, and then like all hell broke loose. My God. Because eighteen to twenty two, Ryan is. I'm definitely... just picturing you with like a terrible dye job on the South Park. <laughs> just <I'm>, like, <laughs> yeah. you mock, but like that, there was Being a real like, sense of community did there. Anyone, did anyone believe Kenny died again? <laughs> we actually talked very little about South Park. We actually talked about each other's <laughs> lives a lot. Yeah. Okay. So we used to check into each other, it, it, check in with each other, not to each other, a okay. lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't just like... No, it was mostly like people that like from around the world who just congregated there and obsessively was about South Park, but very little of it was about South Park. Okay, so not talking about Chef or anything. No, no like maybe when a new episode aired, we'd like do for like <laughs> 20 minutes. Do you also, like you, how did you watch TV? Like you never downloaded shows back in the day, right? Well, no. How, okay. I don't think anyone, because it would say like, oh, this will take 85 years right. to download. Except for... Um, back in the day, you could download realmedia.rm files of like older television shows. So that's how I watched the first season of Transformers. Uh, oh. Like when I was like 13, yeah. See, my brother was more technologically inclined than me. So it'd be more like, I'd be like, can you set this stuff up and I'll just use it? Which was pretty much me like with right. any downloading software right. that we had. And plus I was always worried because it was my parents' computer that we were going to get a virus and it would be my fault or something like that. So, and I'm sure that def- like we definitely had viruses back then. Couldn't you just blame your dad? Yeah, he uh, maybe, but he wouldn't have downloaded anything. You know, he, he doesn't know, know that. Do that. Yeah, but you he's know. Not, he's probably not going to listen to this. You can tell me the truth. Yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll tell him. To listen. Maybe to this he episode. was on the South Park. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was messaging your dad. All <laughs> yeah, but I also remember like reloading certain web pages and going to RSC channels like right after an episode aired in order to like even on da- on like dial up like quickly download oh. an episode to watch it. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of even back in the day a lot of. Um, uh, companies or like NBC or ABC used to put like quick time videos of oh, like, yeah. br- like clips of different like I distinctly remember going on NBC.com and watching a clip of like an office like an office episode that had just aired and like right. I don't think that's a thing they do or I mean I guess now you stream well, they, the whole show or they put clips up on YouTube right which is what I've seen too, right. right exactly so this was like that, pre-YouTube yeah. right so that was something let's move over and talk about sort of like paranormal things right so let's keep in the same vein of nostalgia uh, something I want to talk about is like things you used to do at sleepovers that were kind of scary. Okay. So like uh, uh, one of the things we recently talked about is because you asked me if I so I I'd seen Midsummer recently, right? And and I did not. No, you did not. I'm yeah. scared of everything. Right. And you refused to watch Hereditary with me. It's fine. It's oh fine. Oh my gosh. No. Um, but one of the trailers in front of it was scary stories to tell in the dark. Right. That's oh coming out next God, month. I hated those so books. So you had asked me, did you see the trailer? And then you were like, I hated those books. So how old were you? Like when you were at these sleepovers and people were reading from them? I don't know. I must have probably been around eight okay eight or nine or something and i distinctly remember it was like it was like a fun thing at sleepovers to want to scare people like scare yourself scare others right and when i say it was a fun thing i meant it was a fun thing for everyone else i hated those things but you were subjected to horror movies like you refused to watch any kind of horror movie yet in your teens you watched so many of them well i had to because like it was one of those it almost felt like peer pressure like you didn't want to be the person to leave the room when they were watching the exorcist so it was like a game of chicken 
pretty much. And then I just pretend like, oh, I'm looking at something else or, oh, I'm reading <laughs> so this book. You do that for like 90 minutes? Yeah, because I'm like, I don't want to watch Leprechaun 2. Uh, the first three are kind of okay. How do you? There you go. Well, there. No, because it was a thing. I think it was very popular to want to watch scary movies because it was the idea of like stuff that your parents would not be okay with. Right. Let me preface this. Also, the Tales from the Crypt. What? Well, yeah, because I'm still terrified of those to this day. Because I own the, the entire series on box set, and you refuse to like let me bring that into the apartment. This is one of the most hilarious things about us getting together is because most of your film collection I wouldn't remote no. want near me. So when we move to a larger place, we're going to figure something out. Yeah, there's always a basement <laughs> or a dungeon. Wait, uh, so like, wait, a dungeon for me to like go into, or a dungeon or no, that's just like scary? To hide everything right. so that I can lock it away. Right, because <laughs> you like you get scared of like scary comics, right? Oh yeah, well that's one of the reasons I hate those scary stories to tell in the dark. Those, I'm sorry, but those drawings are like demonic, right? They're like horrifying. I have, I have a graphic novel which is uh, Batman's Year 100 by Paul Pope, oh and you are like afraid of it. Yeah, I hate it. You hate that, like it creeps you out. Look, I'm the person that couldn't even watch The Grinch because I hated when he it's did that true. face. It's and true. When he like all of his. His little like antennas get all curly and he looks like crazy. I, I used to scream when I'd see that as a kid. So like Merry Christmas. why would you why would you go to sleepovers then if they terrified you? Because, no, but the sleepovers didn't terrify me. I used to always just kind of be like, Yeah, guys, can we watch like Ace Ventura? <laughs> <laughs> let me <laughs> so, like let that. me preface this by like I don't hang out with kids, right? Like I never Uh okay, good. I'm glad we're bringing, <laughs> I'm glad get that on the record. <laughs> but no, but I just I don't know if that happens anymore. Like do like do kids go to sleepovers, like teens go to sleepovers and Watch watch, scary no, because now you can probably watch all the scary things you want online. But what I'm saying is, like, no, I'm just asking for sleepovers. Though, is that still a thing? C- well, you know what? Like, probably, it, well, no, because they don't rent movies. Or I mean, I guess on Netflix. But I just mean the idea of like gathering together, right? And like watching. People do sleepovers? No, I know they do. Yes, I understand they do sleepovers, but I'm still curious to know if they still watch like scary movies during sleepovers. I'm sure they do. If anyone is older out there and has like teen children, let us know. Double underscore Nancy on Twitter. I'm very curious about this. Our kids watching scary yes, movies. Yes, I would love to know that, right? Or playing scary things, because uh, one of the things that you also refuse to let me bring to the house is a, uh, a Ouija board. Yes. Because they're scary. They're scary. I absolutely agree with you. But they're like. That's I, the beginning of The Exorcist, right? Isn't it? Is it? Yes, that's how she gets possessed. Oh, they open the doorway. Yeah. Well, yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. You Have you ever played with a Ouija board? No, because okay. I remember it. I distinctly have a memory of it happening at. A sleepover, and I actually went in the other room and closed the door. So it's like, like I can't. The Ouija board because it was like live and direct. You're just like this is a little too much for me. Well, it's just, but also because I think we have to give some context here that I grew up in church, and you know those things for me were very clearly in the evil category. Right. So I think for me, I felt like if I removed myself from it, I wasn't actively participating right. in it. So. I I've played with one twice, and was uh, with a very gullible friend of mine, and we were in a group setting, and he flipped out both times. But it's quite easy to like sort of uh, you just moved it around to yeah, say what you wanted of to course. say okay we're like are you in that in the room and like we go Speaking to yes of that ouija boards they used to sell them at toys r us so, yeah. and i never arranged them <laughs> <laughs> passive aggressive swipe at ouija boards i, I kind of find it interesting though like an, an instrument that is ostensibly like used to channel the dead was like sold commercially i don't i don't understand why that was considered a board game yeah it's like, not a board how game. do you win like, get the family together and <laughs> commune together i don't know do you know any families that used to ouija board together i don't, I don't think so no. is there like a bumper sticker the family that ouija boards together stays together that could be the know. teacher that that might be double density's first t-shirt it, <laughs> you know like that might be the first I'm sure hey listen angelo's not here i can talk about merch all i want right angelo i apologize if you see this i'm sorry he'll make the art for it too it'll be fine it'll be fine all right but um uh yeah i find it kind of weird that they were selling this like because you're right it wasn't really like a game right like 
No, but I, I guess it was everyone has that kind of curiosity about, you know, what, you know, communicating with the other realm or other world or whatever. Were there the any spiritual world? Were there any um, uh, scary movies that you actually liked? Because um, you had to watch them. Scary. I think there's a difference between thrillers and scary. No, but I'm talking movies. like scary. Like horror movies, like like gruesome. Uh, not necessarily gruesome, just scary, right? No, I don't find scary movies relaxing in the slightest. Like we've definitely had this conversation about how I can't understand how you can go into a movie theater, sit down with some popcorn, and be like, "Ah, uh, can't wait to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre." And like, Absolutely. I can't, I can't do that. And I talked about this during the Halloween episode. Like, I deconstruct too much, so my brain just deconstructs right, but films. For me, I'm still terrified. Like, I'm still like, oh, "Okay, it looks like this person is getting murdered on screen." Like, it's not relaxing. For so my your brain. suspension of belief is much higher than mine. Or I empathize too much right. that I because <laughs> well I, we've discussed this before. yeah like yeah because I think I think I I take it on like how it would feel right. so it's like that's why I can't right. watch it. You also described yourself one time as like the kind of person who like empathizes with the bad guy without realizing it. Oh or yeah, with- like I'm that person in the movie that like. I'm I'm about to fight the bad guy and like end it and then he says something nice and then I go oh no and then I get thrown off the cliff like Mufasa does <laughs> by Scar. Uh, let's move towards like a safer thing we can talk about I think because like none of this is you're like, starting to really know a lot about me. Thrill- right it's fine. I mean yeah. I've known these things right. That's so our true. our audience well, gets now to know you're these. stuck because so okay. this is like summer camp. This is like the summer camp edition, yes. right? Picture we're under like some blank. Yeah. It's a blanket fort. Yeah, and the cat's over there. She's chilling. The proverbial blanket. She's fort. asleep. Look at her. Exactly. She's very cute. Yep. Um, let's talk about uh, haunted houses and um, the amusement park that uh, is in Montreal, right? So it's owned by Six Flags now. It's, it's called, if you're English, it's La Ronde. And if you're French, it's La Ronde, right? Yeah. And uh, which is a literal translation of The Round. The Round. It's so, a terrible name. I don't know who came up with it. Because but. of the big wheel, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess. But then, uh, so like, when we were kids, there was this like really crappy haunted house. Did that scare Yeah, you? pretty much. I c- if I could go into that house and not get scared, then anyone could go into that house. I have a distinct memory of being in the little, like, the little trolley thing that you go around in. And one of the scary things in it was a mannequin holding a red scarf. <laughs> so I was like, okay. There was also, like, way too many skeletons that were looked very rubbery yeah, and plasticky, well, right? Well, I mean, you know, I guess... They had a limited budget. So from what I understand, though, it's closed now. So Well, I thought they reopened it again under an, like a, a new... No, no, I mean the haunted house. Specifically. I thought they reopened it. Oh, did they? It. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I, see, I also don't visit amusement parks. I, I, I don't yeah. care enough, right? So I mean, also, though, let's be honest, for anyone out there who watched Are You Afraid of the Dark? Right. The haunted house right. was... Okay, so that's a good question. Um, uh, did in you, one of the episodes. You watched Are You Afraid of the Dark? I did, but those weren't really scary. Did you read Goosebumps? I did. No. Okay, let's preface this. Begin because I grew up in a Christian household and we didn't read those kind of things or whatnot. Um, I only was allowed to read the certain Goosebumps books that weren't too violent. So, for example, I never read the like say cheese and die that kind of stuff. But those were not really that gruesome no. when you think about it. How, like, except did you... for that R.L. Stein book that you brought home and like <laughs> the adult be... one? Yeah, but honestly, it was so disgusting. Like, I read the first chapter and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't. This is not Fear Street or whatever. No, it wasn't. They are. No, it was like his first adult novel. Yeah, right? it was. It was. Yeah, pretty and there's intense. a there's a murder in the couple of first pages, right? It's and it's really disgusting. And you got angry with me, You're like, how could you bring this in the house? Yeah, I was like, I, was I didn't like, even I was know. Like, Put that in the giveaway pile, which we did because yeah, it was also exactly. an awful book. <laughs> yeah, like well, beyond, its literary merits were like very, very yeah, base. It was really right? Bad. I am. Um, I was a really weird kid, as you know. Um, I used to love scaring myself a lot. 
Yeah, I don't know how. That would have never been something I enjoyed. So you're going to enjoy this. I don't know if I ever talked to you about this, but um, uh, there are several uh, university uh, radio stations in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And so one of them is called CQT, right? So they're 90.3 on the FM dial. And on Saturday nights, they used to have like like um, this show from like 9 to 10 that was like soundscapes, but like eerie soundscapes. Yeah, I told, I, we, yeah. We've talked about this. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I told you about the time where I was sleeping once and accidentally my alarm went off and I... I honestly thought there was like a demon possession going on in my bedroom, and it turned out it was just CKUT's like. But why whatever. were you? Li- why was your thing? Why because was I was at McGill. So you just put it on there. I had had I had listened to their radio every so often, <laughs> and then like I have no idea why. I think I accidentally set my alarm for I don't know something like five a.m. or whatever. Right. I just remember like waking up, being like, "Oh my gosh." Like something is happening in my room because it was like otherworldly. It was right. it was terrifying. Because for me, like I, Saturday nights was just like grabbing like the mini boombox and going to take walks and scare myself when I was like fifteen. Oh, I know, lovely. Right. And of course, listening to Coast to Coast AM overnight, oh, staying yeah. up way too late, listening to Coast to Coast AM, dreaming about Area Fifty One. Well, you can storm it now. Yeah, apparently, September twentieth. We do you? So we both um, uh, dislike Las Vegas. Although I will say we are not turning that into a honeymoon. So if you decide to storm kind of yeah, so I've been talking about we'll it. We'll have to figure something out. What if I actually decided to go down? How would you feel? There's going to be nobody there. I it's know. like one of those things everyone's like, are you going like Facebook saying like, are you going to the party? Yeah, I'm attending. Right. But no one ever does. It's good, like, I feel like, um, and I was describing this on Twitter earlier today. It's going to be like, like uh, neck beards with waifu pillows. For Area Fifty One, yeah, like why? I just, they don't. What do they? Care I don't know because maybe they feel like they can bring their neck, like their waifu pillow to oh, life or okay. whatever. Sure. There's gonna be like edge lords in their like V for Vendetta anonymous masks, right? In yeah, army oh, fatigues, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, probably some conspiracy theorists. Oh, for sure, and also like um, people with like Pepe the Frog because it's it's kind of funny <laughs> to go for the walls, right? But I feel like not a lot of people. And are someone show will up. have like a blow up green alien, you know? Oh, like for those, sure, the blown yeah. up one. And also there's gonna be a couple of stoners or hippies showing up with like yeah. a dig glow, like a, a, like alien gear, something like that. So, I mean, there's lots to look forward to. So, this is a Brian Solo trip is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. What um, if I paid for you? What if I was like, I'm I all expenses no paid to Area 51? I Area 51. It's, like I said, I'm very interested to see if anything actually comes from this. What do you think is in there? I don't even know if it's anything to do with aliens. Maybe it, it's just something that they've just hide. Like, there's probably government projects there, but not necessarily. Well, there are. Like, the U2 spy plane comes from there. Yeah, so maybe there's the like, SR seventy one Blackbird. So maybe there's like spy. Yes, things, I absolutely do. I wouldn't that. say that it's necessarily about aliens, like recovered craft and things like that. Yeah. What no. if they, what if they were there? It doesn't matter. Does it to change me. anything for you? No. No. I don't think they're real. So. Wow. 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 I know. <laughs> I just blew the lid off this whole thing. <laughs> I have to sign the divorce papers tomorrow. I'm sorry, Angelo yeah. again. <laughs> Well, he doesn't necessarily believe either, right? Like, he's very skeptical of things. Well, so. it's good. It's healthy to have some skepticism. Yeah, but I want to believe. Like, Maybe there is something like, there. I, my I whole know. joke this year about being on the podcast is, like, I'm all in, right? I'm all in 2019, Brian. I'm all in on this uh, sort of, like, expedition until... Th- and so there's, like, been an official army response where they said, like, if you come to us, like, we will be armed, by the way, just as an FYI. Because mm. one of the funny things is I saw... I don't remember what it was, but it was, like, a legitimate news outlet. It was explaining how the new, like, meme of the meme is, like, how you're going to Naruto run, right? Like the anime yeah, Naruto, yeah, yeah. like if you put your hands behind yourself and sort of like your head is first, then it's no more Use it aerodynamic. As a battering ram no, it's more of? aerodynamic, so you can oh. run faster. Oh my god! And so the the article had to describe what this was about. Like this is where we're at in 2019, right? In between, yeah. like to the stars academy, Tom and along, um, the Bob Lazar documentary, uh, you know, Stormy Area 51, like I. E.T. E.T. Well, I mean, that's that's or uh, that really horrible one that they did with the aliens. Remember, it was like Mac and me. No, no, no. It was kind of like... Uh, oh, Space Invaders. 
No, no, no. With the guys like from 40 Year Old Virgin or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking Paul? about? Seth Rogen. Paul, that's right, it. Right. Did you ever see that? Yes. Oh, I never saw it. It was okay. The, and that is one of the things you've done to me a lot recently. It's like, do you remember this thing? And it's always super vague. Yeah, I'd be like, you know this thing with the guy? With the guy, yeah. Because you did this to me last night twice. I know. I think it's my, my brain is tired. Because you can't start on stuff. And so I keep like, it's like guess who almost. Like, but yeah. Instead of like having like 20 people, I have like 40,000 that I need to like sort of like <laughs> narrow down to one. It's like, <laughs> look into our hive mind and figure <laughs> right. out what I'm talking the about. The shared experience of like <laughs> exactly. what we've done so far. So exactly. you're not an alien believer. Um, uh, but what if they were real? So it'd probably be like signs or something like that. They wouldn't survive here. Your favorite movie? Oh God. Well, signs is a movie you watch, right? In yeah, that's not scary at all. You didn't find the, 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 the news footage scary at all. I didn't find any of that movie scary. Oh, all right. Well, this no. is, uh... I just remember being like, when is something going to happen? And then you get to the last 10 minutes or whatever. And you're like, Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. That was anticlimactic. It's super anticlimactic, and like, oh, they're like a spoiler alert, by the way, for a movie that's like <laughs> almost yeah. twenty years old. Um, water humidity affects them, right? But yeah. we're a mostly a water-based planet, right? So how do they decide to pick us? I don't know, and I also don't feel like that was an alien movie to me at all. I thought right. it was just like a movie about a bunch of people on a farm, right? And then they're Mel like, Gibson, oh, why don't yeah. we throw in some aliens? A racist and the guy who plays Joker. Yeah, well, I don't think he's meant to be. He's meant to be like an ex preacher. Yeah, a pastor preached. Preach because he's married, right? right? Well, she dies. Yeah. Is, oh, spoiler alert! Yeah. <laughs> For spoiler alert! For anyone downloading this movie on any file sharing, <laughs> that it's still maybe not complete. Did you ever torn stuff? Like, did you ever figure out how to torn stuff? Yeah, but I wasn't very like I was still very paranoid about right. things. What did you? But like, we used to have an old uh, like I said, <laughs> the Linux computer. Linux. Linux computer. Linux. You're such Linux. a. You're oh a my noob. gosh. But we, we used to watch so many things on there and stream everything because there, I guess there's not many viruses for right. that. So we would never worry about it, even though we were watching it on some like I, ha- I have no idea. But, right. you know, but you, you got to watch your Real Housewives. <laughs> I mean, what can you do? So it goes Atlanta and then which one? New York or L.A.? Oh, New York, probably. And then L.A. And then there's like a, I don't really watch Beverly Hills or anything. OK, is there another one? There's loads of them. There's okay. New Jersey. Right. And, yeah. Clearly, I don't pay attention. No. Because you just asked me, like, can you? Um... Yeah. I'm like, can you download these ones? Just just for preview legally. purposes. Preview purposes. Preview. <laughs> just show me the QuickTime video. <laughs> uh, do you have any, like, closing thoughts or anything about, like, your memories as a teen using technology? Like, when was your first cell phone? Uh, my first cell phone was one of those, like, Nokia kind of, like, where you'd play Snake on oh, it. Oh, yeah, of course. And I got, like, a cool baby blue, because, of course, baby blue was the color. Right. Like, cell phone case. Um, I think it was really fun because I think we grew up at a time where the technology was growing up with us. For so sure. it's like no one had had that experience of being able to be like you'd be in class and write somebody and like you'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm texting someone while they're in class. Right. Like it was fun. Right. Breaking the rules. The school yeah, rules. Yeah, being, being a rebel, you know? So I think... I can't imagine what school is like now with cell phones. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine with like everything that gets filmed or, you know, like recorded anything like that it's I like know. that wasn't we we watched several vine compilations and like half of them are like school stuff yeah like Love f you, this vine. shit i'm out like exactly. all of these that could be a whole episode we could yeah. do together of your favorite hello? vines hello <laughs> <laughs> yeah that could be that's for the next episode. Yeah, yeah that's like a bonus episode exactly. for like the, the real vine heads out there maybe we can rank the top 25 vines and why maybe or maybe we do a kickstarter to bring <laughs> vine back i mean uh tiktok is uh taking yeah. over vine. i was i'm gonna this... record when i storm area 51 <laughs> <laughs> on tiktok seven seconds <laughs> exactly at a time. did you um are you subscribed to the buzzfeed newsletter yes like the news one okay did you read the story about um vidcon 
No. Oh, so basically, like, you know what VidCon is, right? Yeah. So it's like the YouTube sort of convention, right? So apparently, um, the thing is that they can't invite super popular YouTubers because they get swarmed, right? Oh, right. Which is okay. a big issue, like, and that's uh, yeah. where the infamous, like, TanaCon comes from, too. Right. Which is a whole oh, other episode. TanaCon. I know, I know. But uh, can we so. We please talk about TanaCon. <laughs> <laughs> we could do another episode about okay, YouTuber perfect. culture. Um, but one of the more interesting things I found is that, like, TikTok has now, like, dominated the space because um, YouTube has sort of, like, alienated advertisers and content creators, whereas, like, TikTok is sort of like the wild west of sort of that thing right so you can mm-hmm. do brand deals and things like that and not have to worry about you know being filtered so i find that kind of interesting that like we're already seeing a progression in vidcon from like youtube to to tiktok being like sort of like the dominant platform for well, it's, youth I mean, culture ever changing right stuff like that was like cool yeah back pogs. In the day. pogs were cool pogs right? were cool did you own any pogs walkmans were cool oh. yes i had some pogs would you have like barbie Barbie, how old do you think I was? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> My little pony. Um, no, I they're they're Pokemon pogs. Oh yeah, okay. So okay, you mock me for mentioning one Pokemon. thing. Pokemon. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, we we talked about your. I po- mean, hello. I can't escape now that my MSN was. It's Pikachu. true. It's true. Well, no, not your MSN. Your your other email address. Oh yes, that's right. true. Um, but we talked about your love of Pretty Gang, like the first time you were here, right? So kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess everyone knows this already, so right. it's not surprising. I'll link to the episode in the show notes for this yeah, last exactly. one right there. Yeah. You really will want right, to hear it. Uh, Steph, thank you for joining me. Of course. May our Happy marriage be, be a uh, fruitful <laughs> and endless one. Can't wait to book that honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just to reiterate, Area 51 storming it, solo adventure for Brian. See you there. See yes. you see me there? See you there, <laughs> <All right. laughs> not me. <laughs> oh, you're doing the preview. What if What if I go and you have to do the episode with Angelo afterwards? That's Okay. Where you like you recollect where like, like we speculate what happened to you? Yeah, like I send you like TikToks and vines and stuff of like yeah. where I'm at. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, all right. like you said, you maybe put somewhere where all they have is MSN Messenger. It's true. Or, I like, might go uh, back in Windows time. Windows ninety eight. Right. Here's a question for you. Go, you go back in time. How do you convince your younger self that you're talking to your older self? Uh, this is a time travel question. I know you hate oh, time travel. Oh God. I guess say something personal that only right. you would know. Do you want to tell our listeners what it would be? No, I have no. <laughs> I have to sit and think about it a little bit. Okay, well, you have homework for the next time you come back. To like, I feel what like, do time? you know what Pretty Gang is? And they'll be like, "It's yeah. you, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think this is a good place. And episode one fourteen of the Double Density Podcast. As always, you can find us over on Twitter, Double Underscore Density. You can find us on Instagram, Double Density Podcast, and you can head over to DoubleDensity.net and see uh, my beautiful face, your beautiful face. Um, catch up on all the different shows. Read our guest pages. We have a uh, blog that we've sort of been neglecting for a while that I need to fix, but that's okay. You can also find us every second Wednesday right now as we're doing summer hours um, on your favorite, uh, you know, uh, podcast listening platform. What's yours? I don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen to mine sometimes because I ask you things and you... I love you. you. <laughs> that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> we're married. It's cute like three months in, that's but true, that's right. now we're here, right? Uh, you know, uh, so this is it. Here we are. Uh, yeah. Please make sure to tune in next week as I return back into the hellscape known as having Angela as my co-host. Stephanie, see you around. See ya.